Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. Welcome once again to Simpsons is Greater Than, a Simpsons podcast where honestly I just go on and on and on about how great The Simpsons is. As always, I'm your host Warren, better known to some of you as Bart of Darkness. You just might have seen my Simpsons collection on Instagram or Twitter. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great if you want to. But if not, it would mean a lot to me personally if you checked it out when you're done with this episode. This week, I'm joined by Neil Arsenti from the Twitter account On This Day in Simpsons History. If you're looking for old commercials, information about anniversaries, and all that sort of thing when it comes to The Simpsons, you have to be following Neil. Neil also hosts one of the biggest Simpsons trivias in the country, maybe in the world, I don't know. So let's get it started right now. You all know the deal. Episode 26. Let's go. We sound good. We're recording, so we might as well jump in. Neil yeah. And uh, Warren, <laughs> I want <laughs> to thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, and uh, the question I like to ask everyone right away, this has become the real theme here. Uh, it's not a normal question anymore. It's not just a courtesy. How are you? I'm doing great, actually. Uh, as we were talking about before, um, brand new dad. My son's uh, just uh, coming up on three months soon, and he is just absolutely amazing i never thought i'd be in love with being a father but it's this because i I lucky i was lucky enough to get the most amazing child so incredible yeah (laughs) he's he's, uh he's fantastic still got my health still got you know my family it's been a crazy last year as you know so and i and i we've been managed to get get through it relatively (laughs) unscathed so that's uh you know what i always say is that's all anyone can really uh can really ask for is just to get through it unscathed yeah. and not you know yeah minimum struggle you know yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah thank you for asking how are you i'm i'm doing well i'm doing well um you know anyone that listens to these knows that i uh, I try not to find too much to complain about as easy as that would be uh, yeah. but i'm doing well i'm doing well i have my health as well and uh, so you know i'm going to i'm going to call that a win <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you know, let's not let's not waste any time getting to the serious question. Why is The Simpsons great, in your opinion? Uh, <laughs> it's so hard because it's like, well, I mean, it means so much to so many people. You know, I feel like, and it and it was. I mean, there's it's multiple reasons, right? There's it's it was a part of. It's so many of our childhoods and because it was such a different show at the time it came out that it really made an impression on a lot of us and that it's still on the air is insane. Like it's such a unique, like only, you know, whatever, but maybe, maybe one of the, um, law and orders 
that long and then like uh Saturday Night Live of course but like what other show has had like the same cast throughout the entire time and been on this long but that people you know are still talking about the show from the 90s and everything it's just like I, I just feel like because it hit on so many things in that, especially in that first 10 years, but still does that. That's what makes it so great. It makes it so unique. There's so many elements in the show that make it stand apart from any other show um, that's out there. Yeah. So I feel like it really hit everybody's, it was on top of the nostalgia. It just is, is all, you know, it hit things. It makes it's relevant no matter what you age, you age, you're watching it. When I was a kid, it was funny because it had kid jokes in it or something <laughs> that kids understood. And then now you're as an adult and you're like, oh, I totally get that joke now. Like I didn't get it as younger. So I think that's probably what makes it so great is like you can you can continue talking about it and find new things all the time. Like right. It's so weird. I, well, I like I like the word you used and that is unique. And I think that one thing I really noticed just sort of analyzing the show under such a microscope with this podcast is that both the fans and the people that work on the show truly are unique. And that's like, yeah. you can say that about a lot of creative things, but when you think about how the Simpsons really pulled in this like perfect moment from the jump and it became yeah. what it is, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that recipe worked that many times in television. No. So I love the word unique because I just don't think that there's anything um, that you can yeah. really truly compare to it. There's like similarities to other things, but uh, yeah. what a, you know, what, what kind of person would I be if I could have predicted that my entire life, this show that I've loved since I was a child would still be on. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and uh, you know, and you and I have talked about before this is, um, you know, there are different types of fans. There's the hardcore fan that is like still watching the show and still watches it like every week and always catches new episodes. And then there's fans admittedly like myself that don't watch as many of the new episodes and um, have are hardcore super fans about the first 10 years of the show. Right. Um, and that's where all my knowledge comes from, mainly because I, I that's when I watched it the most. Um I mean, what other show can you can can you do that? And it's like I don't know how many other. I mean, Saturday, like I was saying, Saturday Night Live has been on since seventy five. But how many people are like, oh, Saturday Night Live, the first ten years of that, I don't, I don't think the good one. And then I don't know when once when, when Phil Hartman joined, and and you know, like <laughs> it's like Eddie Murphy joined, and then it started going downhill. It's like what? Yeah, like, there's was, <laughs> there's really nothing directly comparable, and. I think that, you know, the, the conversation about, you know, and, and first of all, Neil, let me just say, I'm going to indoctrinate you into the newer seasons. Uh, okay. Another goal of this podcast is to uh, get people to realize that there's a lot of great episodes they're missing. And I know, and I say this Absolutely. a lot, but plenty of my listeners are like, oh my God, Warren, we get it. But guess what? I got to <laughs> get you guys to listen. Everyone has to trust me on this. Um, I just need to work up a master list so so I, no one has any excuse not to just check out these episodes. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should. But the reason, the main reason anyway, that I wanted to have my friend Neil on the podcast is he runs a fantastic Twitter account called On This Day in Simpsons History uh, that I can't recommend enough. And I want to know what gave you the idea to start this account. When did that come about? Well, it's crazy because I've been I've been <laughs> at this account for like eleven years now. Wow. And um, when I first started it, 
I what did I call it? I, um, it wasn't called Daily Simpsons. I had, uh, it was another name. I feel like, but can you, you can change, can you change? I think you can. On Twitter? I think you can. Maybe I not. I think you can too. It's been so <laughs> long since I've changed it, but it was a daily, uh, it eventually became, I don't know, I can't tell you if like the, from the very early days it was, but um, the, it was like a daily Simpsons quote. Mm. So it was like daily at daily Simpsons, daily Simpsons quote. And you know, back in the early days of Twitter, it's like you, it was like what, uh, 35 characters you could have or whatever. It was like, something you could like only that. put like a little something. So I was like, I want to be on Twitter now and I'll just put out these. And it was like here and there, you know, whatever. Um, and then it just, um, over the years, I don't know what changed, but I just started doing more random facts. It was like Daily Simpsons facts, I think it was. Mm. And so I would just do a random fact from an episode. And then I started getting more followers. And then I started doing Simpsons trivia live in Chicago. And then I feel like from there, uh, we, it, like that took off. Like that was crazy. And I started using this account for, uh, to promote that. And then I started getting like, bigger followers because they were catching trivia stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make something more unique on Twitter and have, because then it became like, there's a lot of Simpsons Twitter accounts, you know, it became like, you know, like a lot of things that, you know, the, the Simpsons fans do is like, they just do a, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I was like, well, what's out there that, other Simpsons Twitter accounts aren't doing, you know? And I was like, well, they're not really going into the, like a thread, like, oh, there's anniversaries. I like, I really enjoyed anniversary accounts, like on this day and this news thing and whatever. I was like, oh, why don't I do something like that with Simpsons? Like on this day in Simpsons history, there's so many great episodes. Right. And, um, and so I started doing that and then I just, you know, threading started happening more on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I can make cold threads on it. And yeah, and then it just started, it started growing and growing. And I would learn more about The Simpsons. I started getting into more like deep videos, like like finding these rare clips or whatever. And I learned more about the show and it just became something more enjoyable for me on top of, it, what's great about it is like, it's enjoyable for me to do it. And it's enjoyable for people to read. And I'm like, yeah. this is a great, it's one of those, it's like a dream job. Too bad I don't get paid for it. So. Yeah, you're, you're definitely, you're definitely doing us all a, a service, Neil, because uh, I mean, there's, you know, I've, I, I consider myself, you know, as someone who knows a good bit about the Simpsons, but even, you know, I think fans on any level, if they follow you, they're going to learn something. I mean, there's stuff all the time that you post that I just, you know, either I missed it or had forgotten or didn't know. And that sort of stuff is really important. And, you know, you talk about other Twitter accounts doing stuff. Uh, this is not a diss to anyone, but guys, we have enough accounts that post screen grabs. <laughs> I love all of you, but we have enough. Yeah, we, and we grabbed a lot of screens. I, I follow all the screens. I follow so many. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I think it's cool and there's people that do really interesting takes on that, yeah. but I think we all need to start just giving Frankiac money uh, yeah. because they are just fueling this entire segment of the I, internet and it's really, really insane. 
really are. Like, where would Simpsons memes and Simpsons accounts be without Frankie Act, right? Uh, like, no. like they're used by so many, like not even just Simpsons fan accounts, like anybody. Like anybody. Any celebrity, anything. They're just going on Frankie Act and well, getting these Simpsons grabs. And I've had people tell me like, hey, you should really have them on the podcast. And let me just let you all know that that is a plan that I have. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you, if anyone over at Frankiac hears this podcast, I want to talk to you and, uh, I'm going to email you if I haven't already by the time this episode goes up and also shout out to Morbitron because, uh, I'm a big Futurama right. fan as well. And I've been doing a rewatch recently since it's been on Hulu. And, uh, there's so many just amazing images from Futurama that I'm surprised aren't used even more, uh, for memes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. It's. It's it's been incredible. Anybody who doesn't anybody who does their own meme and they don't use Frankiac, I'm like, wow, that is much more effort. Than <laughs> the fact that I can go to a, a website and get a meme instantly is just incredible. Like, yeah, God or yeah, me. it's it's an it's an incredible invention, and I I want to know what made them decide <laughs> to do it. I've I've said this before though. I need the I need a few more seasons, guys. You got two. You got three more DVDs now. I need those last few seasons. <laughs> I need up to twenty at least. Come on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like you were saying, Neil, you share, you know, anniversaries, old commercials, interview clips, all, you know, so much information. How do you keep track of all that? Like, do what? how many hard drives full of stuff do you have? Oh, I got a whole <laughs> hard drive dedicated to <laughs> just Daily Simpsons stuff. And I'm running out of room. Like, uh, thank God, like, they keep growing in size, these, these, these hard drives, <laughs> because I keep finding new videos. These people, I can't believe. Like, uh, I think just recently we had an anniversary of Lisa versus Malibu Stacy, And Josh Weinstein had mentioned last year on my thread, he's like, oh, Fox advertised this as Simpsons get a sexy new doll. And I'm like... Why can't I find that promo? Like, oh God, I would love to find it. And then this year, like nobody came through last year, but then this year somebody shared the print ad on the thread. And I was like, wow. there it is. Oh my God, it does exist. Like, oh my God. So, I mean, it comes through. I mean, fans come through. If I can't find it, I'll find it from somebody replying. Like that's what helps us like that count growing is that more people will follow it and more people will help me out where I can't you know, <laughs> find it. Yeah. But, well, yeah. It's it's cool to me because, you know, as someone who collects Simpsons merchandise, um, I sort of view what you do in a similar way because you're you're collecting this information. And, you know, I think that there is such a need for that. Like, obviously, the Internet, you can find anything on the Internet, but just yeah. someone actually knowing like you know, the, the granular details of like these ads and, oh, well, this was, this was said in this commercial or this clip was only in this commercial and it wasn't in the actual episode. Just yeah. someone cataloging and keeping up with that information is very important. Neil, you're doing, you're doing great work. Thank you. Yeah. Thank the people also on YouTube who like, there's just entire YouTube channels of like nineties commercials, Fox, you know, or like, <laughs> Fox commercials, January, 1993. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But they're, they're not like cut out or sorted out or anything. So I actually like watch these videos and scroll through them. I'm like, are there any Simpsons ads in this? Are there any Simpsons ads in this? So. Yeah. yeah. You, you posted one the other day that uh, I thought was really great. And it was a clip from a, uh, a short interview with Matt Groening. And uh, I watched that little clip so many times because that Simpsons billboard, man, if I could fit that in my house, I would, I would totally do that. 
Well, you get, do you have do you have a yard? Yeah, I mean it's it can yeah, go just somewhere. Put it in the yard. Yeah, yeah some, <laughs> if someone out there ever says, you know, I used to work for a billboard company, I have one of those in a warehouse. Please let me know. Uh, oh, I want to know that that thing is what, beautiful. I have to ask you. Yeah. Since we're on the subject, what is your most unique? Do you do you have something that's most unique that you think is that only possibly only you and your could exist in your collection. So that that's a great question. And uh, I don't know if you'll be able to see it. People at home will not. But you see this little weird Bartman right above my yeah. finger? Yeah. So this is a Bartman that was only sold in Argentina. And the story goes that it was supposed to be a Dandy doll, which is uh, any of my collector listeners will know what I'm talking about. is a line from New Jersey. Okay. Only in the early 90s. And the company seemingly doesn't exist anymore. But they made some of the best simpson stuff some of the early dolls they made like the first talking bart doll the big one um and so he's modeled exactly like um that doll but smaller and there is a smaller bart version like that and so the story goes that they never made it in america and argentina had a company called city toy that bought the license and made a few of the figures that weren't made in america but in my research i can only find photos of that exact one that I own. And uh, from talking to other collectors, people that have been in the game even longer than me, they say like, oh, I've seen one like once or twice in my life, but they were never like in packaging. They were always loose and I never knew where they were from. Uh, So a lot of people believe that that is a prototype that I have. Um, So that could be the only one. If another collector out there says, hey, I have one, Please send me photos, not because I don't believe you, but just because I'm, <laughs> I am, I'm still looking for information. I'll give a shout out to uh, my friend Botter, uh, who comes on the show with me sometimes for the Q and A's. Uh, he had me on his podcast like a little over a year, two years ago, and uh, at that time I had just gotten that Bartman, and I was going on and on <laughs> about. I was like, if anyone knows anything, please email me. Like I'm just dying to know. So I think that that has to be. The most unique item because no one knows anything about him. And even serious collectors. I know people that have been collecting since, you know, the year it premiered and they know nothing about him. So um, I I got him for what I consider a very good price. And I think the person that sold it to me um, should regret it if they don't. (laughs) (laughs) How do you do that? I mean, because there's so many um, bootlegs, right, from over the years that it's like, well, what is valuable and what isn't, or what is like a legit, what's a legit bootleg even? Like, what do you even, do you get in the bootleg realm? I, I do, do, just do official stuff. I do like bootlegs, but I, mostly shirts. And I actually, I actually started selling uh, those just because like my, I have like a drawer of shirts and mm-hmm. uh, that started getting a little tight. So I was like, ah, you know, I know people really <laughs> love these bootlegs. I got to sell something, you know? So I sold yeah. a few shirts. Um, but I do think the bootleg stuff is cool. The funny thing about the Bartman, and I, I won't just talk about the Bartman the whole podcast, but sure. Neil got me going. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, I even so went so far as to reach out to the former merchandising president from Fox about it, who I had bought stuff from before. And he told me straight up, he said, oh, that's fake. There's no way that's real. And yeah. uh, to this day, um, you know, no offense to Mr. Ovadia, but I just don't believe him. I do believe that it's real because – City Toy did make some licensed Simpson stuff in Argentina. So maybe that just wasn't under his umbrella. Maybe he wasn't over, you know, approving that or whatever. Um, yeah. But one day I'm going to confirm, but I, I believe that it's real because 
Uh, the packaging is just too like if if that Bartman is a bootleg, it's the nicest bootleg ever made. Um, yeah. But it's it is weird, and the reason a lot of people think it's a prototype that I've talked to is he's actually not wearing purple; it's more of a black. So a lot of people oh, okay. think that 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 is you know maybe they didn't want a color match; they were just doing like a proof. But he's okay. he's too well painted to be fake, I think, and he has the same um, card that came with a lot of the Mattel style figures from okay. Argentina. So a lot of people think that makes it legit as well, myself included. Um, yeah. But Simpsons collecting is an insane. Uh, rabbit hole to go down and you will see stuff every day that you didn't know existed. So wow. uh, it's a crazy, crazy thing. I mean, it existed all over the world from the beginning. Uh, yeah. There's lost dolls from those early dandy lines that people haven't seen in 25 years. I mean, there's all this crazy stuff. So yeah, it's uh it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Wow. Yeah. That's but enough crazy. about, enough about me. No, now. I wanted to know. I wanted to know. <laughs> you can ask me whatever you can ask me whatever you want, but what I want to know about you, Neil, is how old were you when you first saw The Simpsons, and what is your earliest memory of it? I had to have. Um, I mean, it started on Tracy Ullman, right in '87. So I, I, I watched it when it was on Tracy Ullman, and it was like, so I had to have been like seven years old or eight years old wow. when I first started watching it. So I was like Lisa's age, right? And then it was like Bart's age when it started on the regular show. Uh, the, the, starting with the Christmas special. And then God, now I'm older than Homer, which is just insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when I started watching. It was right when on Tracy Ullman. And then, um, God, my earliest memory, it always comes back to, I'm sure I have earlier memories of this, but I can still remember the very first Simpsons episode that I recorded on VHS. Oh, wow. And what I don't know why it was, Dancing Homer, which mm. is second season, right? It's it's yeah. like I don't I don't know what what point I was like I'm going to start recording these. I mean, it was then it was at the beginning of the second season, but I was like, why didn't I start earlier? I was thinking, <laughs> but <laughs> and but I actually went through the trouble. Did you did you record? episodes i did but on? those tapes are so long gone it makes me very I sad mine are long gone too mine yeah. are long gone too but did you did you keep the commercials in or did you cut them out so i i would try to cut them out at first and then i realized that that was a waste of time and i, I will tell you <laughs> some of the only tapes that survived from my childhood for some reason are uh, i recorded like the 95 nba finals i was really into basketball in the 90s also on yeah. top of simpsons and I Me recorded too, a lot of basketball, but it's like, why would I want to go back and watch these games? But I left all the commercials in those. So there's some real gems in those. Yeah. But, you know, from talking to other people like Henry and Bob from Talking Simpsons, yeah. Henry did that too. He cut out the commercials and he talks about how much he regrets doing that. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, I would, I mean, had I even had those tapes anymore, I would have cut them out. But I even, I like my memory, I have the memory of a flea, but I, there are, <laughs> <laughs> there are still things that I remember about that first recording. Like, cause it's from my first Simpsons tape, right? First recording was before obviously syndication started. That's when I stopped recording them. Actually, it was not long after syndication because I was like, oh, these are going to be on all the time. Sure. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, I was, I can remember, I can still remember when the episode starts and stops from my commercial cutting, wow. like where, where I missed the start, you know, like right. I don't remember exactly where the commercial break, like, it didn't like 
the episode is like it's cut. It's I cut it a little early before the commercial, and then I cut it a little late coming back from a commercial. So that's my memory of the episode is my is those cuts, right? It's that I mean that's where the nostalgia factor comes in. It's the memory of you know all of that. watching these episodes. So well, I'm I'm curious to know, and well, that actually makes me think of something before I go to this part of the question, but. Sure. Um, it's funny how much your memory latches on to things like that. Like you'll be like, Oh, on my tape when I was a kid, this cut off. I remember those commercials that would be like greatest hits collections. And for mm-hmm. years there were like jumbles of songs that would be back to back to back in the commercials. And I yeah. would remember if I heard a part of any of those songs, I would remember the next line. Yeah. And so I like, it almost became its own song in my mind. So I don't know if anyone yeah. else had that experience, but <laughs> Well, one thing that's blown my mind too is like I'm doing this Thursday night Twitch thing now where we're watching old broadcasts, which I'm continuing to do now. I don't know how long I'll be able to do it, but um, it's uh, we're watching the broadcast with the commercials. Like I'm, I was able to get these recordings and I'm like, oh, yes, I, you know, this totally feeds into the nostalgia factor, right? It's like people love it or yeah. on it and it's all nostalgia really it's not it's like yes this is a funny episode but people comment more on the commercials than they do about the episode which is just like you guys it's just maybe it's just because they they've seen the episode five million times but they've seen these commercials never since since 1990 or 91 right I, well I, I think i think these commercials are locked away in people's brains a lot and yeah. i think that that when they see them it's just like oh my god i can't believe oh i'm seeing god. this commercial again um <laughs> yeah. yeah and and i'm glad you brought that up anyone that's listening to this when this episode is over i expect all of you to go subscribe to that twitch channel i've been in some of those and it is a lot of fun to see the, the episode as it aired with those commercials, it's really, really, if that doesn't take you back, then, you know, you're yeah. doomed. I don't know what to Totally, about. totally. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. It's good. It's good. Well, in the spirit of Neil's Twitter, uh, today's episode is being released on February 24th, and uh, which just happens to be the anniversary of a classic Deep Space Homer yeah. Uh, so I told Neil to, to get some notes together for that. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah, Deep Space Homer, there's all sorts of things that I was able to find out. And um, thank goodness for commentaries, right, on, on DVDs, because <laughs> you find out all these things. And um, that episode, they there was a thing that NASA did that, that was like Teacher in Space, the Teacher in Space project. And so it was kind of connected to that. I was inspired by that. So that was the reason that they did the episode is because oh. they have it, it's like a civilian in space, you know. Um, but I guess they canceled that program uh, not long before uh, this episode was written. Oh wow! But I guess the staff was worried it was too big of an idea, and um, that Matt Groening actually was like, "Ah, where are we going to go from this idea? Like, this is this is Homer in space. It's like seems already seems over, you know." It's like, like, wow, this is, you know, he's going into, Homer's going into outer space. Like, it seems over the top. It does. And and that's something that I will say. Like, there's a lot of people that that will say, like, you know, the, the Simpsons got weird around this point or the Simpsons got mm-hmm. weird in this season or, you know, the, the stories got too big in this season. But, you know, you look at an episode like Deep Space Homer, which is you know, widely regarded as a classic by a lot of people and top 10 lists, a lot of people. Yeah. And that, that goes, that goes to a wacky, wacky place super early in the show. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, so sure. I think, I think people that are like, Oh, I refuse to watch beyond blank. 
I, I don't know. I think this is a good example of, of why that's just not really true. Um, that was another so. thing too. It's like they've, I mean, cause you hear about, you know, like Al Jean, especially like talking about, they've been saying worst episode ever since like the third season. And yep. you're like, yeah, it's different. And then you look and you look at the comments because all that's there online still. Like yep. SimpsonsArchive.com. It has contemporary reviews from from fans, super fans. Right. And they were talking about, God, which episode was it? It was, um, I forget what it was, but they, they had called it the worst episode ever. And it's like an episode from like season three yeah. or four of like, what the, what the hell? How could you? even think that this episode was one of the worst episodes ever well and that's where they got that phrase from was from that super fan so so anyone that is new to this podcast should go back and listen to episode seven with mike scully and he talks about how you know season five season six people were like oh my god this thing's done you know take it out of its misery you know what i mean um so so anyone that you know feels uh like they've fallen victim to the conventional wisdom that the show gets bad at a certain point. I think that that is provably untrue. So I know that that's an unpopular opinion and I know it's something I'm going to talk about in every single episode, <laughs> but it's fine to have a preferred chunk. I mean, we all do. I th- yeah. I mean, I, I prefer the same seasons that you guys do, yeah. but I also know that, you know, it's like I was telling Neil that 15 and 16 are two of my favorite seasons. I think they're severely underrated. And uh, a lot of people, when I tell them that, they're like, oh, wow, really? Like 15 and 16. So uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that you guys are missing out on. If you think an episode's mm-hmm. weird, this has become my catchphrase. If you think an episode's weird, just watch the next one and see how you feel. Don't just don't yeah. just turn it off, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but it's, um, yeah. I, and, and now there's so many episodes, right, that it's like, oh, it's overwhelming. Where do I start? Right. But uh <laughs> I, I, maybe I'll start from 15 and 16. And there see you go. I can go. Sure. There. there you go. But um, I, I, I cut off the deep space Homer. Uh, stuff, oh no. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, um, so there's like, uh, it's interesting. Like I hear, I always hear these Matt Groening, like little quibs about like little, little issues he has with episodes. And this one also has little things that he's, he's actually really bothered by or annoyed by. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, you have problems, certain problems with just certain jokes and episodes. And this is one where there's twice in this, in this episode, Homer's face morphs into another character right. during the G forces. Like, I guess, um, Popeye, he does, I can't stand no more. <laughs> and then he, his face changes into Nixon right. when he's going in outer space. And I guess, uh, Matt Green just hates those jokes because it's, he's like, he said it made no sense in context and it's a very cartoony thing. I think he that's that's something he really doesn't like is when Simpsons get too cartoony because it sure. does, it is kind of like a cartoony gag, right? Like to have something like that happen. But I don't know. It's a fun, they're funny gags. So, well, I'm curious how how do you feel about this episode? I love it. I think it's great. Um I mean, it's directed by David Silverman who, I mean, has been there since the beginning, right? right? He's been there since the Tracy Ullman days. Right. Um, so he's seen it all and he's a phenomenal animator, phenomenal, um, director. And he's just, he seems like a super cool guy. 
just down to earth. You know, Definitely. you you had an episode with him. Yeah, David is the best. Yeah, <laughs> very humble guy too, considering he's done all all these things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the episode. I think it's it's solid from top to bottom. And it, yeah, when you I could see like when they probably came up with the idea, they're like, oh, this is a little like over the top. Where are we going to go? You know, from there, but they were able to take it and, and uh, God, who wrote this episode? Yeah. It was uh, Dave Merkin. Who right. was the a showrunner at the time. So he's one. It's so interesting. He doesn't follow me on Twitter, but he always, he always tweets his own anniversary tweets. <laughs> I think because I tag him in these mm. tweets and I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, I, I don't care, but I was just like, uh, uh, just follow me. I mean, just, I'm sure he's like, <laughs> I I only want to know when it involves an episode that involves me. <laughs> I don't need all these tweets. Well, about other episodes. I I you know I I would love nothing more than to to talk to David Merkin. But you know one thing that I will say, and this is probably something that's going to give me a little bit of heat. Um, I've long said that I really like Deep Space Homer, but in the last uh, few times that I've watched it over the last couple of years. It keeps sliding further and further down my list. Really? I, I find more and more that I don't like about it. And I mean, I think it has like some absolutely perfect jokes in it. Like I think Homer sure. dialing in the middle of March talking is an all time <laughs> funny moment. So it's <laughs> so funny. And it, it puts me on the floor every time. But I think from a guest star perspective, the yeah. the acting of the guest stars is really poor. Um, yeah. I've always felt felt like the, the episode struggles because of that, like the interactions with Dan Castaneda just don't feel like they're really there. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no real like energy or urgency in those conversations. They just, you know, you know, lines off a piece of paper and that's, you know, that's fine. That's not their fault, but, um, there are things about it that I do start to, the, the, the longer I go with the show and the more I watch it that I start to think, yeah, maybe the episode is a little too big. Maybe it is a little too weird. Maybe it is like Mm. a strange place to go regardless of how good some of the jokes are. Right, so, sure. um, you know, I, and I, you know, if you would have asked me that five years ago, I would have been, oh, it's probably top five. Like I love, I've, I've loved it for so long, but I just, I find myself picking it more and more apart as we go. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious, you know, n- no one sent me death threats over that. I'm sure everyone's going to be like, what is wrong with you? It's such a perfect yeah. episode, but, uh, that's, it's a, it's, it's a strange one. And I think that that is, I think that's the strength of season five is how different it is. But that episode just, uh. It it does yeah. get weird over time, I will say. I guess, yeah, and I guess they um, did, like, tone down, tone it down to make it a little bit more realistic. I guess they were originally going to have, like, NASA be, like, everybody at NASA to be just as stupid as Homer was, <laughs> <laughs> which they kind of used that with the, uh, all these, all these instruments are just used to measure space, or TV ratings. We don't know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, that's kind of similar to that, that respect, but um but yeah, like they they toned it down to make it a little bit more realistic. So yeah. that's pretty interesting. So. Well, you, you know, you mentioned David Silverman. I will say that it is, I think, from a directing standpoint, it's it's top tier. Uh, yeah. All the stuff with the shit with the chips in the ship, or I mean, it's all beautifully directed. It's all it's it's it looks yeah. fantastic. So I, I can't complain about that. Yeah, yeah, classic moments, right? Like that's just one of the most iconic moments. And then, of course, like. Um, was it Ken Jennings referenced it on uh, on on Jeopardy too? Uh, I for one welcome our new insect overlords. Like that <laughs> quote is one of the most memed 
quotes out there and he used it with when he went against uh the watson computer on jeopardy he used it i for one welcome our new computer over <laughs> in his answer in the final answer that's so, so funny yeah I, I had forgot all about that i mean it's you know uh I, again it's a it's an awesome one but there yeah. are there are th- I, I wish you know i wish the guest stars uh acting was just i, I wish they were both better i mean um, I, I think I, and, uh, James Taylor. Yeah, yeah. James Taylor is, is, is fine. Um, yeah. but even that, I don't know. I get your point about that. I feel like, I even feel like, um, James Taylor is a little bit less than Buzz Aldrin because he, I don't know. He's, he's already kind of like a subdued guy, right? Like right. He, he seems like he's really a, a really mellow guy. Um, but he, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would associate that criticism more with, um, James Taylor than Buzz Aldrin. Wow. I guess. Yeah. Well, I would. I, it's funny because, uh, about Buzz Aldrin, cause they, they didn't know they wrote that line, uh, second comes right after first <laughs> for Buzz Aldrin and they were worried he would be insulted. So they wrote an alternate line first to take a soil sample, um, <laughs> as a backup. <laughs> but I guess, I guess Aldrin was like fine with the original line, which is, I'm glad because I think the original line is hilarious. And, so. and I do, I do think that's good. I think it's really, um, and of course I'm drawing a blank on exactly what he says, but one, the scene where he's really trying to like sort of scold Homer, uh, mm-hmm. it just, I have a hard time, but I would love to know how many times they had him, you know, how many times they did the line. Cause it definitely, yeah. you know, seems like if that was the best take they got, like he definitely was not cut out for comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's it's so interesting. Yeah, to, whenever they have guest stars on there, getting a performance out of them that's worth the episode has got to be so hard for ones who are not actors or right. anything. You know, for for the most part, obviously, some of them like probably have some hidden talent of like, oh wow, you, they're actually really funny. Um, but like, I I was just doing Homer at the Bat, and Ken Griffey Jr. I guess did not know how to do there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited and he could not, they took the longest time trying to get him to do that line. Cause I guess it was just like, every time he would deliver it, it was not, he did not sound like he really believed that line. You know, he's like, <laughs> it's like, there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited, you know, it just, just like, didn't get it. And they're like, do it. Can you do it again? He's like, and he was like, I don't get this line. I, I don't know how you want me to say it. So uh, yeah, it's gotta be so hard to yeah. get, you know, astronauts, baseball players, anybody to give an actual performance that you want to level. Right. So yeah, maybe that's what it was at the, at that point with the buzz. It was just like, well, buzz, maybe, maybe you're not out of this world when it comes to, <laughs> uh, voice acting. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no disrespect to buzz, but I guarantee yeah. if anyone goes and watches this episode, Again, with that in mind, you'll notice some of his delivery is very like it sounds like he's straight up is reading a paper in front of the class. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it does not sound like he's actually in the world or in that scene. It's very much just, well, here's the words that I'm supposed to say. And it just Darn. doesn't I, I don't buy it. And I and I know maybe I'm overanalyzing, <laughs> but th- that for some reason, that episode in particular has always given me that feeling, um, especially recently. Warren, so that it's it's what. Simpsons fans do right they overanalyze <laughs> like they they start analyzing and then overanalyze you know they they've seen things over and over again and they just 
keep digging, right? So right. There you go. don't feel bad about it, I say. There you go. Well, everybody go watch it and then send me all your angry uh, direct messages <laughs> and emails. Um, so another thing I want to talk about is you also host uh, Simpsons Trivia, like you mentioned earlier, um, yeah. at least pre-pandemic especially. Uh, how did how did that all come together, really? And what's that been like for you? So in, um, I think it was 2011, 2012, uh, they started a WooHoo Classic. It was called WooHoo Classic Simpsons Trivia, and it was in Toronto. That's mm. what I think was the first one. Um, and I started hearing about this. And I think the, he started, oh, yeah, it was the same guy. It was Andrew Ennels. And he started it in Toronto. And then he started this another one in Brooklyn in New mm. York and he would, he hosted both of them. Wow. Um, for a, a small period of time. And then I think like he was tired of going back and forth from Brooklyn to Toronto, but it was <laughs> like, I was like, he had these two going. And then I was like, Oh, I, I was like, um, can I start one in Chicago? I was like, can, can we franchise this? Cause I was like, I have always wanted to do a Simpsons trivia, but you know, I'm, I, I, it's, I have an issue of like actually getting things off the ground. I have a really, really, I, I start something and I don't finish it. You know, that's like, I feel like that's, that's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a problem that I, I'm still addressing to this day. Yeah. But, I can um, relate. but he, uh, yeah, I was like, this is great. Like, I want to start one in, in Chicago. Like, I loved his format. It was, you know, it was seasons one through 11. It's what people know the most, I feel like. Um, and uh they watched three episodes and um it's 50 questions and i'm like this is a great format i'd love to do it in chicago and he was like yeah sure i don't care do i have to do anything and i was like no just other than let me use the name he's like oh yeah okay yeah sure and um then i started in chicago in like uh september oh it was, it was october i think 2012 Wow. Um, and it wow, just took off. It took off, man. I can't even tell you. Like, it was insane. I don't know if it was like the right time, like, because it was just like, what, 10 years? I mean, it was 10 years, almost 10 years ago now. Yeah. It, the Simpsons nostalgia, I feel like, especially like for 90s, really started to take off like around that point because we were all out of college and we were becoming adults. And so I sure. feel like people, I think it was just like, oh, but I mean, there was an online um, Simpsons fandom, but you didn't really meet that many people in person. Right. And so it was a forum for Simpsons. I mean, Simpsons fans do not have Comic-Con, right? They don't have their own convention. And so this was the closest thing to a convention experience that people got. And so it was huge. The most I ever had at a Simpsons trivia night, I think was like 70 teams. Wow. Like teams. Like it was like 300 people. Like it was capacity at this bar. It was in Wrigleyville in Chicago. That was, it's, it's swarming with like frat guys. And I was only, <laughs> I was only at this bar for a few months. Cause I was like, we're clashing worlds here. We don't need to have <laughs> these people with these people. But, um, before I ended up, we ended up at this final, um, pizza place that we're still at. And I say still at before the pandemic. Right. Yeah. It was, it was just like to the, through from 2004, like 13 through 2016, it was like always sold, like always sold out. Like we didn't, uh, it was always packed to the gills. 
we they opened up this pizza place opened up specifically on the fourth Monday of the month or the third Monday of the month just for hosting Simpsons trivia. Wow. They, were, they were not open otherwise on Mondays. That's insane. Um, <laughs> and they were like, we are fool we would be fools not to do this because it's yeah, all these people going into this bar, getting pizza, and it was just like, oh man, it was that's peak time. And then it it slowly trickled off and we still get a lot of people. And obviously the online, I feel like online um Facebook groups are especially like really big and followers, but we don't, we, we didn't have as many trivia people as we did those first few years. Wow. Um, but that's how, it, I mean, that's how trivia took off. It was just the perfect storm of like online. I, I think um, I had posted pictures of our first costume contest, which again, that's like the closest thing to a convention experience, right? You're dressing up as, Sim- as obscure Simpsons characters people loved seeing those and like, and uh, there was um, an Irish, I think it was an Irish magazine that published these photos. And that's when it really took off. Was that's like, oh, people overseas. There were people, there was a couple that came in to Chicago in 2017 to, and they got engaged at Simpsons trivia. Wow. Um, maybe it's 2016. Um, but they, they, it was so big because they had heard about it in the UK of like how big this was. I was like, it blew my mind. That is, that is crazy. I've, I've never been more, um, I've never wanted to live in Chicago more, Neil. It sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And we um, are coming back in person, pandemic pending, um, <laughs> in October. I, mm. I figured I was like, October of uh, 2021, I'm like, pandemic really should be curbed at that point and it's like halloween time and that's the one that people really look forward to i'm sure well fingers fingers crossed for you neil i saw i saw some photos of people dressed up and i was really floored by the person that dressed up like the bear uh (laughs) oh yeah oh my god it's crazy what a deep cut uh, it I took me a minute. I was like, wow, what? that is, wow. <laughs> yeah, when it takes me, there, there have been times too when I've, I've had, it hasn't happened too many times, but we had these, like we've had four or five costume contests and I've been like, whenever I'm interviewing the, or whenever I'm uh, presenting the costume, I have them say a quote from the character. <laughs> and I'm like, I think there were one or two that I was like, say your quote so I know what you're doing. <laughs> like, and he says the quote, I'm like, oh, you're this character. Oh, yeah. Because oh, it's so deep. It's so, it's such a subtle cut. Or there was one, I think there was one guy that did a character that was like from a season 13 or 14, which is where, this is my iffy period. And I was like, <laughs> oh, what do we, oh, yay. You know, so, Yeah. <laughs> Well, not for long, Neil. Don't worry. Those are not going to be an, it's not going to be an iffy period anymore, but yeah. has anyone ever, has anyone ever, uh, come in as the, uh, sticking together is what good waffles do couple. Yeah. Um, yes. Wow. I, um, <laughs> they, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they, you know, I, my, my mind I went right to so. that for some reason. My mind went right to that. I should have kept that to myself. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I, nobody else remember it. It's you're claiming it because I don't think so. I, there were people that dressed as Laura powers and Marge from that episode. <laughs> and so I think that's what I'm thinking of. I don't think they had the, the, the waffles one. So wow. I don't think I've ever seen that yet. Well, everybody back off because after the pandemic, 
I'm trying to get out of this house after the pandemic. I'm coming to Chicago. So and everybody I'm gonna, I'm gonna... come to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, man, do it. Dress up as uh, and get a friend. You right. Know? <laughs> We're gonna be sticking together like good waffles. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so I, I gave you a bit of a heads up on this, but I did not show you the questions. And since you <laughs> host trivia, oh boy, uh, I'm gonna flip it on you because now I host the trivia, Neil. I'm yeah. I'm hosting now. Uh, you know, you're the. <laughs> <laughs> you're in tri- you're you're in power now. Oh, yeah, no. I just I just franchised my own trivia right here on the podcast. Um, oh, no. But what I did is I picked six questions from Vintage Geek, uh, written by my friend Marshall Julius. If you haven't listened to episode twenty one, you should. Um, it's a it's a trivia book that covers a wide range of stuff. So a little plug for that. And his Simpsons questions are very good. And uh, there's some somewhat easy ones in there. There's some really hard ones in there. It's some really great questions. So everyone should should check that out. But uh, I didn't go too hard on you, Neil. So we're gonna see how you do. Okay. And uh, here we go. I'm gonna. I'll probably put in like some cool little music when I edit this. First question: What did this is a softball for you? Okay. What did Kirk Van Houten sing to try to woo his wife back? Um, can I borrow a feeling? Which I wanted to. I I have a little something for that. This is my <laughs> the first the first. I think it's my first big Twitter moment in my mind of when Hank Azaria replied to my, I I posted a performance of myself doing that as Kirk from one of our trivia nights. And I sang it. Can I borrow a feeling? (laughs) And he said, he responded. He's like that, that rocked in a Kirk kind of way. (laughs) Awesome job. And I was like, Hank Azaria song, <laughs> me performing <laughs> as Kirk Van Houten. This is incredible. Yeah. That, that, yeah. And, 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 you know, full, full disclosure, I, I love that video. So I wanted to give you an opportunity oh, to, to bring that you. up. So that that's, so that's why we started with a softball and uh, yeah, you, you killed it. Uh, and yeah, obviously anyone that knows that episode knows Kirk did not succeed. So um, <laughs> did not. next question, where does Bart find Mr. Burns cherished teddy bear Bobo. Uh, he finds it. Where does he find it? He finds, um, it, it was, Oh, in the head, in the, in the ice bag. Yes. Uh, the, it was a head bag chocked full of teddy goodness. That has one of the funniest lines of, <laughs> he says, uh, you got to start charging me more than a dollar bag. We thought we left three men on this mission. <laughs> Uh, if you could think of a better way to get ice, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. One of my absolute favorite episodes. <laughs> one of my absolute favorite episodes. Um, people have heard me say this before, but I actually own a pre-production sketch, uh, for, like a pre-sell from that episode that Wes, uh, I asked Wes about it and he's like, oh yeah, that's one of mine. I drew that and I have it framed in this room. Um, it's actually, you can sort of, you won't be able to see it, but it's right above my finger. So I believe you. Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> it fantastic. Like it. <laughs> it's fantastic. I like how Amazing. I'm making Neil look at stuff and I'm just like, yeah, it's this tiny thing that's on the <laughs> other side of the room. Um, yeah, out of focus behind you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I you. Yeah, you believe me. All right, we'll keep it moving. So the next question, um, which word invented by the Simpsons and first featured in Lisa, the iconoclast was added to the Merriam Webster dictionary in 2018. I just did this episode. It was uh, Ambigan. Yes. Um, which is crazy. It's been in like scholarly papers since. And it's like, well, how was that not a really? I mean, I think it was it, like is offhand mentioned as like a word. 
throughout history, but it has never been like an actual word. Right. And that's it's that episode that made it an actual word. <laughs> like and and the joke is that it's not an actual word. And they and now it's now no longer a joke. They've no. they've 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 made their joke obsolete. Straight, yeah, straight up, straight up, just a word now. Um, yep. So Neil, Neil's killing it. He's three for three so far. Um, let's see if I let's see if I can stump him at all. Um, Matt Groening named the five core members of Springfield's first family after his own relatives. True or false? That is true. No, it is not, Neil. You are down what? one question. So. What? Uh, though Homer and Marge are Graining's parents' names and his younger sisters are named Lisa and Maggie, Bart is only an anagram for Brat. So he does not oh, have a family member. Yeah, trick question. It was, a, it was the wording in that question. It was like <laughs> not all the family members, is most of the family most members. Most of the family members. So yeah, I'll, I'll, give you an on, I'll give you an honorary half point on that. Yeah, half uh, point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll see if you know this about Lisa. Okay. What is Lisa Simpson's middle name and who is she named after? Um, it should be Marie. Correct. Um, but I don't know if I know who she's named after. Yeah, this one, this one's a little tough. And the only reason, the only reason I know this is, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I think I have, but I'm actually from Tupelo, Mississippi which okay. is the birthplace of Elvis Presley. And okay. uh, so obviously growing up there, everyone knew Absolutely. everything about Elvis. And Lisa Marie Presley is the mm. namesake for Lisa. So there you go. How did the, where's that? Where, where did they talk about that? Where's it? How was, how did you find that? Um, so, you know, we're going to have to defer to Marshall on that, but I'm not sure okay. if that ever got addressed. <laughs> that yeah, it's somewhere on the internet. Marshall found this, um, but <laughs> so yeah, so she is named after Elvis's daughter. Okay. I, I think I will say this: I think that a question like that is interesting because I wonder how many people just figured that out only because they were familiar with Lisa Marie Presley. So that right, one, yeah. that one is a bit tough. That's a tough question. Yeah, that's a tough question for sure. Yeah. So there you go. Um, all, right. all right. So we got. Let's see. What what, what is Neil's total here? He's three and a half. Point. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to give him four points out of five so far uh, because he got. I'm going to give him I half points Marie. on two of those. Yeah, he got yeah. Marie, so I'll give him another half point on that. Um, okay. Thank you. So, next question: Krusty, although illiterate, subscribes to which magazine? Oh. A little, little harder on this one. Which? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, though. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Is it a, isn't it a porno magazine? You're you're getting warm. <laughs> God damn it! This is what it like. It's so embarrassing. Like I should know this because I'm sure I've asked this question probably. Oh, gigantic asses! Yes, ding ding ding! <laughs> Neil gets it again. Here's <laughs> your new issue of gigantic asses, and oh, this is boy. and this is of course from Homie the Clown. Uh, yep. Another David Silverman uh, directed episode that he said is one of his favorites, which I think oh. is, is cool. It's a great episode. Great really fun. episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So last but not least on the, on the quiz questions for Neil, he's doing, he's doing really well. Which member of the Simpsons cast voices the most characters in the show? Oh, that's hard. I think it's, I think, I think it's Yardlight. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it, I think it's, 
Oh, I want to say, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say that it's Harry. It's either Harry or Hank. Mm. Incorrect. It is Dan Castellaneta. Dan, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, he does more than 20 characters. Homer, Abe, Barney, Krusty, Sideshow Mel, Groundskeeper Willie, Mayor Quimby, Hans Molman. It just goes on and on and on. Um, And and in fact, even just the wording of that saying more than 20, I think he does well over 20. Um, There's no, I mean, especially if you count like one-offs, it's in the hundreds. It's got to be. Yeah. But let's see. How did Neil do? So he got one, two, three. Four, five out of seven. Yeah, you did well. Five out of seven. <laughs> so very, very I strong. <laughs> I would hope being a host of a Simpsons trivia that I would. <laughs> well, and, I, and in fact, I said that I had six questions. I actually asked you seven, so I can't do that. Oh, yeah, see? So, so, yeah, so you did five out of seven with the two half points. So I'd, I'd call that a very strong score, Neil. So good job. Strong, thank you. Strong, thank strong you. score. Um, yeah, trivia, yeah, trivia is, uh, <laughs> trivia with the Simpsons can get a little tricky because there are a lot of, uh, you can make it a trick question very easily. And I don't know yeah. if anyone, I don't know if anyone listening ever played quiz up, but, uh, at one point I was the leading score in Florida on quiz oh, up really? for Simpsons. So yeah, I did, I did wow. hold that title at one point. Um, so call me, call me a maniac if you want. Yeah. People get really been out of shape sometimes about Simpsons questions. Like I've been, I've been really approached, I would say <laughs> at, at trivia events of like, uh, technically you put, you put this, you, you said this, but, uh, technically in this episode, he also does this, you know, it's like people coming to me and I'm like, Oh, 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 were, were, okay. were they, were they wearing a genius at work shirt? Cause it sounds like <laughs> they, they were. <laughs> might as well have, they might as well have. It was like, I, I try to stay clear of like questionable, like iffy questions like that ever since like I've been approached like that of like, uh, are you including this episode where they did this? And I'm like, oh boy, dude, you're not making this fun anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just take the loss, man. Just take the loss. Just calm down. You're going to win anyway. All these other questions. (laughs) You're having some pizza. You're having a good time. Calm it down. Come on. Yeah, it's it is usually the top three teams. Like <laughs> I think they're very protective of their um their first place right. uh, placing that yeah. they don't want another <laughs> another team taking their place. I don't want to be marked off of this. Technically, I'm right. So right, it's like, right. Ooh, well, geez. well, I I will say speaking of quiz up, I don't know anyone that if anyone played it, but the the thing that made quiz up so hard is you had to be the first to answer. So it didn't matter if you got it right, you had to answer it faster than your opponent. And there were people oh, yeah. sometimes like I would play like the the top player from like Canada or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you're really just like you're like shaking, like just like oh, ah, yeah. just like trying to answer as fast <laughs> as possible. Um, but I had a really high score on there. So if anyone lost to a guy from Florida, maybe it was me beating that ass. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. Well, <laughs> well, uh, so I do another segment on this show. Uh, that I like to get a take from people, especially people not directly from the show. Um, and that is some of their favorite stuff from the show. I call it the big three. Uh, I keep saying that I need a jingle for this and I've yet to make a jingle. So I guess I'm just going to complain about it in every episode. Uh, but the first one, favorite character and why? Oh man. I, I mean, it's, it's basically, it's, 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 it's Homer. It's Homer is my favorite character. I feel like, um, and I think Dan has created such a, and it's, uh, he's created such a, 
a character that is so lovable and also so like horrible. Like there are times, because <laughs> there are times when it's like, wow, he's really not a good man. Like, right. <laughs> like, I mean, there's, it's, it, and sometimes it's in those questionable, it's when those seasons is sometimes these one, I can't, I can't stand when Homer uh, is, what is it? Um, the kidney trouble, the kidney trouble episode when he, runs away uh and leaves his dad to die twice i feel twice. like in that episode i'm like that's really i was like oh so i didn't like episode i didn't like homer in that episode but like that he can be such a good dad but such a terrible dad at the same time right and also so funny um but so um uh so heartbreaking at times too right yeah. like that whole i mean that's it's for uh second season i think where it's um where he thinks he die he's gonna die from the sushi the uh one fish two fish episode yeah. um he's so like he has so many great moments in that episode or he's just like trying as hard as he can to be a great dad and he connects with his family you know connects with his kids um i think dan uh, like only dan could uh could have such a great character and of course hands off to the writers too or hats off to the writers yeah for writing him that way too that where he has all these levels of being an amazing dad and an amazing person and still just be awful a jerk ass too so. <laughs> well it's you know when you take when you take writing that good and you give it to someone like Dan who just his delivery is is all time i mean Impeccable. it's just un, it's just incredible uh I, it's, there's just no way for it to not be Fantastic. Homer yeah. has been the answer more times than I expected. So that's a good, I, one. that's a good I believe answer. Krusty may be my second though. Yeah. Do you love Krusty? Just, <laughs> uh, you know, just like, <laughs> he's, he's so, oh, he's just, <laughs> it's again, it's, it's the Dan delivery too. Yeah. Like it's <clears throat> Dan has made that character just so funny. Um, so it's not surprising that it's two Dan characters that are some of my favorites. So. Yeah, no, Dan, yeah. Dan rules, Dan rules. I wish he, uh, I wish he was out here doing podcasts so I could get my hands on him. Um, yeah. Maybe one day. Um, one day. Do you know what your favorite season is? Um, I want to say probably season. They're all close, but um, <laughs> I would say probably season three wow. or four yeah wow. those are pretty early too um but i feel like the oakley weinstein years too uh are pretty solid too you know seven eight but i don't know i i feel like two and three those seasons have the perfect mix of like really sweet moments totally and really hilarious moments <laughs> that you weren't able to really get as much of after those seasons like i feel like even in i mean in mother simpson that's like season eight i think or seven or eight that's i mean the they always talk about the ending being really sweet but those were like few or far between i feel like there were so many more sweet endings in the, the you know the third second third maybe even fourth season you know, uh, they just had, um, what was it? Duffless were at the end of that, where Homer and Marge ride off together in, into the yeah. sunset, like on a bike. Like, that's so sweet. <laughs> it's such a sweet ending. It is. And I feel like they don't, I don't know. That's, they, 
they kind of lost that sweetness yeah um going on into later seasons so solid solid answer i i yeah. always say season six i feel like season six has been my favorite uh season for a very long time everyone that listens to this knows that by now but my favorite episode of the entire show which i have finally decided on uh is in season seven marge be not proud so oh uh, yeah that's a great episode untouchable episode yeah, it's really great episode, and I, I think you did mention that that uh, in another podcast where it was that was your favorite Christmas episode. It took me a while to come to that conclusion, but I think pound for pound, it is the best episode of the show. I really do. Yeah, wow, <laughs> it's got it all. It's got it all. It's got you know, I mean, Bart's a troublemaker in it, but he sees you know the error of his ways, and there's there's sweetness in that episode, right? The ending of it, very you know? sweet ending. Yeah, the ending ending makes me cry. Straight up, every really? time. Really? Every time. Wow. Yeah, beautiful, wow. perfect episode. It's untouchable. No one That's argue great. with me. It's untouchable. Uh, so maybe as 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 I become a parent more um, later on, I, I tend to get more sentimental as I get sure. older and, and more emotional. So I'll probably <laughs> agree with you down the road. So. Right on. Well, okay. So top three favorite episodes, or you know, <sighs> if this question is too hard, which everyone tells me it is, just three of your favorites. Three of my favorites. Um, I think, uh, I mean, Marge is the Marge versus the monorail is always at the top, right? Um, Great. <laughs> it's so hard. It's I feel like that's such a solid episode, but I don't know. Um, uh, Homer at the Bat is definitely my top three, um, and um, God. <laughs> it's really hard right it's so hard that's why i keep um, asking that i'm not gonna stop i know that it's i know that it's impossible for someone to give a genuine top three but i think forcing someone to try is good for the brain uh, so there you go it is it's good for the brain it's really good it might be i i, I it might be if you're talking about nostalgia, it might be Dance and Homer, which is not even that solid of an episode, but because of the nostalgia connection with me. Right. Um, but um, that is one that I always want to watch because I've seen it so many times. But maybe um, I think it would probably have to be uh, Cape Fear. I'll say. Cape ah, Fear. there you go. Yeah, solid, yeah. solid number three. I, I love what I love what you said about you know the nostalgia of dancing Homer. And I actually meant to ask this earlier uh, on a recent episode with John Contino. He was talking about how one of his favorite episodes is is Homer at the Chili Cookoff because it was the first episode on a tape that he watched so many times. So it really, even though it's not actually one of his favorites, he said that episode really just rings a special bell for him because it's of his different. connection to that tape. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, It is different. It is different for, and I think that's why um, it's different for a lot of people because people will connect. It's, it's really, that's another thing that just makes the Simpsons so unique is because like how many people can say, I'm a super fan of the Simpsons. I've, I are, I'm a super fan of a show, but they haven't seen the majority of the episodes. <laughs> But they right. could still call themselves and not feel bad about it. Right, right. <laughs> uh, a super duper fan of a show and that, oh, how many episodes have you seen? I've only seen 250 episodes. <laughs> well, you know, there's almost 700 episodes. It's like, I know. And I have seen 250 episodes. Is that enough? Right. Um, but it's, 
I mean, what other show can you have that and have it be acceptable? No, there's and, nothing. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing. No. Um, and and I think a lot of it is people connect like this. It's the nostalgia. Is like it was better when I was younger. That's it. Yes, the show is made differently now, um, and it looks different, and you know the voice acting is different. There's a lot of things that are different now, but um, it's still it's still the same people making it. Yeah, you know, it's still Al Jean who's been there from day one, and David Silverman. You know, um, like all these former writers are consultants are yeah. labeled as credited as Mike Reese, writers. Mike Scully. I mean, the list goes still on. and on. Still there in the yeah. writers' room, or they're there giving their input. They're still there. Yeah, like Matt Selman. Matt Selman's been there for over twenty years. You know. Yeah, there are so Tim many Long, people. You know. Yeah, um, Mark Kirkland. Like all these people are still writing and, and directing episodes that they've done. And I, I honestly went in, I watched a few episodes this season. I still didn't watch. I, 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 it's different. I'm at a, I'm a different point in my life, right? <laughs> I, um, but uh, I, there were episodes I watched this season. I was like, this is funny. Yeah. But um, And I kind of went in with the mindset of like, because it's overwhelming to think of like, oh, there's still like 400 episodes I have to watch. Sure. Um, <laughs> but I kind of went in with the mindset of like, I'm not going to be overwhelmed by that. I'm going to go in thinking the show uh was let's say the show was canceled in season 12 and they decided to renew it and and reboot it like they're doing with all these other shows yeah and they're bringing back the original cast they're bringing back the original writers and this is what it is right now this is exactly what it would be right yeah if if that even happened it, the show would be exactly what it is now as it would have been if they didn't even do those 400 right. plus episodes between the 90s and now right right it's it's like it's the show is exactly what it would have been had they decided to reboot it and people would still be on hand <laughs> totally totally and 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 you know i will i will just clarify for anyone who doesn't get my take i there are seasons and episodes that i straight up don't like yeah. um but there is not an entire season of the show that i think there, there are good episodes in every single season, and I will take that. I will, I will argue with anyone about that. And sure. you know, to, you talk about this season. You've watched a few episodes. I think this season is great. Yeah. Uh, I, I love season thirty-two so far. I'm excited for uh, the episode tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and I, I think you can say the same for the last several seasons. I, I tell everyone that I think season twenty-six to current is the best pocket of seasons. Uh, since, you know, since the classic era, yeah, since the classic era, um, with the exception of 15 and 16, which I think are just great. (laughs) And, uh, I don't, I don't know what it is about those two seasons, but they are, they, if you slid them up to, uh, to be right after 11 or 12, I think people would have, would have held on longer. Um, I think 13 and 14 get a little weird and I understand why some people were sort of, uh, getting out of it. But to mention something my friend John Contino said, he's like, also, a lot of people around that time were getting in, you know, they were growing, getting to an age where they had to work on Sundays or they were doing this, they were doing that. And things just start feeling different for a magnitude of reasons. So, um, you know, I wonder how many listeners I lose a week just at my just refusal to shut up about uh, Modern Simpsons. But if you're sticking with me and you're actually listening to it and you're actually watching some of them, I appreciate all of you. And if you're not, I appreciate you, too. But. Just yeah. come on, take take the advice. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, I could talk about that forever, so I'll spare everyone. But 
towards the end of these, I like to just ask a little bit about merchandise. Obviously, merchandise is a, a central part to what I do online. Um, you know, you said you were watching, you know, you were seven, eight years old when it was on Tracy Ullman. Did you buy a lot of the merchandise as a kid? Were you much into the toys or the shirts or any I, of that? I got um I got the shirts. I have I I did get um and I I was so worried I wasn't gonna find a, a photo of me wearing it, but I did <laughs> find videos of me wearing it. It was the nice cowabunga do or what is it? Uh no, I Carumba. He's saying I Carumba and it's Bart upside down on a surfboard, that yeah. t shirt. Well, appara- but, uh, apparently, apparently that is the first T-shirt. So they say the very first T-shirt. Yeah. So the, so the first one with the family is the okay. one where, uh, or Homer mm-hmm. says, "Say cheese," and then yeah. on the back it's the you know the David Silverman drawing of of him strangling Bart. So that's yeah. the first family tee. But they say that the first actual Simpson shirt that was made for the series was the one of Bart on the wave. That's what I've been told by a lot of people that and the Bartman shirt were like the first, uh, you know, with the family shirt were the first three. Cause those often when you find them, they're dated 89, not 90. Yeah. Oh, so wow. that, so they oh. are like the, yeah, I know Bartman is, I know say cheese is, and, uh, the wave is as well. So, uh, if anyone knows that that's not true, let me know, but that's what I've in my research. That's what I've found is that it's technically the first shirt. Yeah. There's a video from, July 4th, 1990 of me wearing that shirt. And I was wow. like, yes, I found it. I'm going to share it with everybody on Twitter. So <laughs> it's one of my, one of my favorite designs of Bart ever still to this day. He's got the wrong amount of spikes. He's looking a little <laughs> off model. Like it's a weird, if you look at it, it is a little weird and I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So I, I started getting the shirts right away and I was, of course, you know, I was right at Bart's age. So of course it was like, Oh, Bart's the coolest man. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I was getting those. And then, of course, when they came out with the toys, um, the probably, I probably, I don't know if I got the Burger King figures when they came out, but like when they came out with the, um, the really good ones, the, uh, the toys that, you know, where they had the play sets too. Oh, yeah. Um, World I think of Springfield. Later, yeah. World of yeah. World of yeah. Springfield. Ones. Early 2000s. I started yeah. getting those. Yeah. I started getting those when those came out too. Cause it was, they were really well done. And those so are great like, toys. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I collected those for a while, and I got rid of most of them, but I still have my Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz uh, <laughs> figures. I don't know why, because I was like, I really love Phil Hartman. Me too. And Me too. I was like, and and I kept my Homer one too, so I have those three. Still. Yeah. But. Now the the Playmates line is really really great, and I I think a lot of people that get into Simpsons collecting, it's really. To a lot of people, you know, especially people that started later on in life like me and not from the beginning, I think the World of Springfield line really made people want to collect it because it's huge. I mean, it's hundreds of figures and, you know, 16 series of them, too. So six in a series plus play sets plus whatever. And all these exclusives to Toys R Us. I I have all of it. I'm not bragging, but I just do. And uh, (laughs) so that was one of the first things that I collected. And that really snowballed into the whole uh, collection. And you know, now it's not even, it's not even what I focus on. Not, not only because I already have it, but now it's actually pretty low on the, on, on the list of what I actually look for. Um, and the things that I like, but I think a lot of collectors probably got into collecting because of that line, because it's so, it's so big. The packaging's cool. The figures look great. I mean, playmates, you know, they made everything from coneheads to Ninja Turtles. I mean, they've done so many good toys. So I think it really captured a lot of people. So I'm glad that you, I'm glad you were into that too. Yeah, totally. And now I feel like um, I just get 
I don't think they're bootleg shirts, but they're not official shirts, like stuff on you find on T Public or something like that. Yeah. That are usually like the most obscure jokes. Right. Enough to where it's like, oh, I don't know if that's official, but because they can get away with them, like Millpool shirts or something like <laughs> that. Well, that's not really breaking any. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Fox is going to come after that. That'd be yeah, really exactly. not worth it. <laughs> I did get uh, my child a stupid. I'm a stupid baby onesie. <laughs> so I was like, I have to get. I I don't know. I was like, I thought I was like, I have to get some Simpsons joke for my child. I just have to get it for him. And I was like, what can I get? And I was trying to think. I'm trying to think. I was like. Do they have? Does somebody? Somebody had to have made it. I'm a stupid <laughs> onesie, and sure enough, you like you look it up, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm putting this on our baby list of uh, on, so our, on our registry. And thank God, a friend of mine got the reference and bought it. <laughs> but I'm not sharing it a bunch on Facebook because, right? Know, obviously, my friends yeah. and family would be like. You got your child a shirt that says "I'm a stupid baby." How horrible! You're, you're you? gonna you're gonna have at least one person in public be like, "Sir, what is wrong with you? What Why? Is wrong? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Like, you think your child's stupid? That's a Simpsons joke from yeah, yeah, trust me. Give me a break. <laughs> that I love it. I love it. I mean, if I if I had a child, um, they would just. I mean, I everything would be a Simpsons joke. So I'm totally with you on that. And, uh, I mean, if, if my cats would wear clothes, uh, they would have Simpson shirts on as well, but they're just not having it. Um, yeah. How many times do you tell your cat, get that cat out of the way? (laughs) All the time. All the time. All the time. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't recommend having as many cats as I have. So you have to tell them to get out of the way sometimes. Do the the cats own the house now? They definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm technically their tenant. So yeah, yeah. you'd be their tenant. (laughs) Oh man. Well, Neil, uh, it's been awesome to hang out with you and talk about, you know, just your knowledge of the show and your feelings on the show and, uh, your great Twitter and, and everything that you're doing online. Uh, you know, before we wrap it up, uh, do you have any shout outs or plugs or anything you just want to throw here at the end? Um, woohoo classic Simpsons trivia, Chicago. Um, it's, I still hosted, there was a couple of years where I kind of took a break from it, but, um, but yeah, we're going to be back this year. Um, so uh, yeah, in, in in person in October, we'll be back. Um, so I would say that. And obviously, yeah, the 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 Twitter account, Daily Simpsons at Daily Simpsons. I, I have to say, like this whole Twitter experience has just been unreal for me because it's just like it, it it's so weird to have these people like. It, does it blow your mind when when people from the show follow you on Twitter? One hundred percent. Like, and that that you now have access to people from the show. Like, you can talk to people from the show. Like the the first person I ever told, I get to say this: the first person I ever told, I got to tell that I when I knew the sex of my baby was Yardley Smith. Like it was, <laughs> I it was after that that the the uh, the the Comic Con. Uh, thing we did last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I meant to bring that up, actually. I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It, it was amazing. Right. And then I was like, holy cow, like to have that, the Simpsons Twitter reach out. And um, it's, and I was like, I just got to tell you, Yardley, no, no sweat. Cause she, she almost missed me in that interview. Like yes. she, she almost missed, missed calling on me. I was like, oh my God, she's going to miss me. And then she calls me up. She calls me up. Um, and I was like, no sweat about it. And I was like, I have to tell you, I just found out today 
I'm having a boy. And she's like, oh, that's so amazing. And I was like, I get to tell the world that I got to tell Yardley Smith was the first person that I told, <laughs> you know, uh, and it's all because of Twitter, you know, yeah. like I have uh, CNN anchors following me, Jake Tapper and like other, it's like just these random people like Nick Nemeth. He's a, he's a, he's a wrestler. Like, like just like all these random celebrities that follow me now. And I'm like, that's just crazy. And obviously the super Simpsons fans on there are incredible too. Yeah. Like yourself. No, thank so, you. Neil. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a crazy world. So. It, it, it is. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story real quick that what Neil's referring to is, uh, when they did the digital comic con last year, uh, a few of us were, they reached out to a few of us and asked us if we would sort of be on like, you know, come tune into like a panel type thing. And I yeah. can't speak for Neil, but I assumed when I got that message, like, Oh, they're going to have, you know, a couple hundred people just sort of watching the panel. Like who knows, you know, yeah. what the format will be like. Um, and so, you know, I went into it like, yeah, totally. That would be awesome. That'd be great. You know, and they're like, oh, you're write a couple questions. Maybe you'll get to ask a question. And then we get in there and we find out there's only like eight of us. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, we get to ask these questions to people from the show. And, uh, you know, I got to say, like, even that was a big uh, thing that pushed me towards doing the podcast, uh, just making some connections from that. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a funny story. And like Neil said, they almost missed his question. So <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I was like, uh, and I was like trying to stay calm. And I was like, I started typing to the moderator. It's <laughs> like, hey, is she going to ask that question? It doesn't sound like you're going to ask that question. I'm like, this is awesome that I'm in this, but I'm like, I have a question. So, and I want to ask it. So yeah. <laughs> and it was, yeah, a, and it God. was a really, and it was a really good question, Neil. I got to say, thank you. Uh, anyone that hasn't seen that should go watch it. And, yeah. uh, and if you're not following Neil, go follow Neil. Uh, if you're in Chicago, go play trivia with Neil and just, uh, become friends with Neil because, uh, this has been a lot of fun and uh, yeah, I appreciate thanks. you coming on. Well, I had, yeah. I had a great time. Thanks for having me on. I'll see everybody next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out the official Instagram at Simpsons is greater than, or follow me on Twitter at Simpsons is great. If you're curious about me or my Simpsons collection, just search for Bart of Darkness on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for checking this out. I'll see you next week.